Wednesday party people. This is Food in the Woods. I'm according to Woods. And this former U of MMA champion, Pius Ina Lalobo, better known as Voodoo Maximus. And holy hell, uh, have we had, I mean, I can't think of a, a weekend where we have so much combat to shake our our, our tail feather with, uh, or make a stick with. There you go. Like an old man. Okay, Clint Eastwood on the weird ass Grand Arena movie, but in events, uh, there's a lot of it. We've obviously had the prior UFC, uh, which uh, I, I think I heard the comparison of uh, Game Brad, Jorge Masvidal, and uh, Colby Covington is essentially the fight that we would have seen out of Masvidal if. Aspen hadn't taken that fucking flying knee. Like, that's essentially, right. you know, right. just kind of a lot of grapple, a lot of wrestle fucking, uh, which, if you know, I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that stuff. I just didn't like either man. Like, I didn't, I, I'm, I'm good on either one of them. I, like, if they, I, I, I want to believe, well, this is just my humble opinion. Colby Covington and uh, Jorge Masvidal have gotten to the prestige, at least in my book, of uh, Wonderboy Thompson and Tyron Woodley. Like, I never want to see them fight again. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, Colby Covington still has that equalizer, that gas tank. As long as he has that and he has that up-to-par wrestling, people are going to have a problem. They're going to have a problem because he's going to drive them into deep waters and he's going to drown them like he did Jorge. Jorge want to want to take it out on on the referee talking about Herb Dean this and Herb Dean that. Man, don't talk about Herb Dean, man. You knew what you was getting yourself into. This is someone you've been training with for years and years and years. Y'all used to be best friends and all that. This and that, this and that. And you didn't come prepared. Don't point a finger at Herb Dean. That thumb is pointing right back at you yeah. while you're pointing at Herb Dean. You see that? You see that? He missed that part. Well, and it was it was said uh, from Masvidal himself that uh, he had signed up with the most lucrative contract in his career prior Good to the him. fight. Yeah, because I mean, that's that. What what is that? Uh, the euphemism of uh, uh, you the the cow. You know, if you get the milk, why buy the fucking cow? Mm-hmm. I think Masvidal is fucking milk the fuck out. Like it's yeah, um, yeah. Lucky, lucky him, man. Lucky him because it's downhill from now. Yeah, downhill. Yeah, yeah who else that's... is he gonna fight? Who else is he gonna fight? You can fight anyone. It's not, not gonna be interesting. Yeah. It's not gonna sell like, like, like you know. I mean, how much did this this card do? I'm sure it didn't do a million. You know, uh, Masvidal thought he was some kind of a hot shot. You know, no, nah. you're no hot shot. You know, when you fought Usman, I believe uh, they, they they broke a million, huh? Yeah, because, because well, we I mean, wanted to see what was going to happen. People were interested in seeing what was going to happen. Well, it it because depends would, on which which Usman. Like, if it's Fight Island, yeah, people were on that shit because, right. oh, you know, I you know. Masvidal was just coming off of the fucking knee to to uh, Askren. Askar, right? Askren, Askar. Yeah, 
And then they fucking flew his ass, Miami. He was posting everything like, oh, I got to fucking stop in Italy for some pizza and all that shit. So, like, I mean, he that was, the you know, fresh off of his BMF title win over Nate Diaz, right? Like, there, you know, so there is. He ain't no BMF. He no, clearly ain't no BMF. He's not, but the, that's the thing, right? Like, I I think Jim Ross used to say, right? Uh, and then the bell rang, right? Yeah, and then he woke up. Right, well, uh, that's the thing. And then the bell rang. You can fucking have a, a flashy entrance, a nice little following behind you and all that shit and whatever, and then the bell fucking rings, and if you're drizzling shit, look at all, all the shit Tyron Woodley fucking talked, and then the yeah. bell rang. Yeah, What's and the thing is, the thing is, there's nothing wrong with shit talk. You can talk shit. Just talk appropriate shit. Yeah. Such that win or lose, you still win it. But he's talking all that he's going to do this to Kobe Covington. He's going to do that. And we are, I knew he wasn't going to do none of that. Nope. None of that. I knew it. That's why I went with Kobe Covington. It's very simple. It's very simple, man. Uh, if you don't knock him out, he's going to drag you into deep waters and he's going to drown you. And so it was. He got drowned. Let's move on, man. Yeah. That dude is old news. Yeah, Shout absolutely. out to Kobe Covington, man. Straight up. Hey, yeah, free Cam Velasquez. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Indian news. What's up, Alex Ramirez? <laughs> shout out to the good brother there. That's a fucking too sweet for you. No, but, uh, right. you know, Cain Velasquez, this shit is wild because, again, um, it, and it's weird having the, the news is covering it. They're saying it's a, uh, a, a family member of Cain, a juvenile family member of Cain, uh, when the people in the know are basically saying that it was actually Kane's four-year-old daughter and the perpetrator and the abuser. Uh, and I don't, I'm not sure if it was Kane's daughter allegedly or just other kids, but this person had done the act a hundred times. So yeah, free Kane. Somebody, you know, all the people like, oh, if they fuck with my kids, oh, I'm going to whoop their ass. I could whatever the fuck. Or I'm going to shoot them or whatever. Not advocating violence. But I hope I hope you, I hope myself will never be in that situation where you'd have to fucking decide if we got to do that shit or not. So just saying. That's bad business, man. Yeah. Bad business, especially a little child like that, you know. Yeah. Uh what what judge in their right mind would let a psychopath like that out of prison? I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. who would let such a animal? He's not he's no human anymore. If he's resorting to things like that, he's no human. How dare you? How dare you put Kane in jail and let this guy roam free? What the hell is wrong with you? Well, what kind of country do we live in where uh, uh, a sex offender is roaming free and a God-fearing man is in prison? What the hell is going on here? Well, okay, no, and all of that true. And uh, Alex Ramirez kind of uh, chiming in between us three. You think Mr. Velasquez is looking at serious time? And here, here's the, the, the thing, right? Because everybody wants to play lawyer, right? And mm -hmm. uh, shout out to George Ramosa of the Wrestling Chatter um, and Steve Coffin of all of the, you know, Conrad Thompson shows. Uh, but, you know, the difference between the degrees, right? First degree versus 
you know, third degree or whatever, right? So I can't remember which, right? But I think first degree is just like, oh, them, you know, do you just going out and uh, let's just say you went to sleep, right? What, like, I'm going to shoot this motherfucker, right? Um, then you basically wake up and shoot that motherfucker, right? Mm -hmm. That is that is more serious charge versus you just like, oh, I see that motherfucker, pow, mm -hmm. with no mm -hmm. premeditated mm -hmm. deal. And I can't remember mm -hmm. which is one of the first. Yeah, I believe the, 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 the first degree is the worst one. Right. So, uh, you mm -hmm. know, and that, that's one thing about the... Like, it looks like you know, that's what he's facing. Well, you know, and that's where a lot of people with the, like the George Floyd and different things like that, they're outraged or what have you. I, and myself included, not the outrage, but like in terms of defining which is which, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I never fucking went to the bar. didn't want to go to the bar. The only bar that I know is by Seamus and Cesaro. Uh, mm -hmm. But with that all being said, it's just you know, I I just think it's not the greatest situation and whatever. And that that person is still in town, right? The the person yep. who did this unspeakable act to yep. what is believed to be Kane's daughter. Yeah. You know, it just it, it, it fucking sucks that that guy is out and free, mm -hmm. and you know Kane is in there. And even and you know they said they like they denied his bail and everything like that. Well, it's more of the judge may be thinking like, oh, this is a UFC, former UFC champion. He's probably got monies and whatever that he might be a flight wish. He might not come back to court if, you know, we let him go. Um, hey, hey, GoFundMe also shut down his, uh, his, uh, his thing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's the other, you know, they, they shut down the, the, the truckers, right. They, they shoot the Canadian truckers that did the convoy. Uh, but then, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, they also shut down the legal representation of like Kyle Rittenhouse and, uh, you know, so like there's, there's a lot of moving parts and everything like that. Um, it just, it just sucks in this particular instance. Right. But there are still people selling like free cane shirts and everything with, I mean, the the uh, approved channels uh, are still, you know, a hundred percent of whatever the proceeds are happening going to Kane, you know, and especially the ones that like Javier Mendez from AKA and the rest of the team at AKA uh, are talking about. Uh, those would be some of the most reputable ones in my estimation. So. Uh, check out their social media. But then also, you know, all of those guys, the good brothers and good sisters that Cade Velasquez has in the community within American Kickboxing Academy, that if this guy and his dad are roaming free, maybe not good things are going to happen to them. And I don't want to speculate or anything like that, but I, oh, fuck, man, it's just not a good situation. I would have rather none of it happen, none of it at all. But I also think that Kane would have rather that as well. You know, I'm sure that, you know, the the juvenile that this happened to would have rather this not happen at all. So mm. it's not it's not a fucking good story, you know. Um, and I don't I don't know the fucking beats. You know, I'll, everything is rumor and innuendo. Um, but yeah, fuck, dude. Uh, this is it's fucked. But if everything that I'm hearing uh, is uh, is true. 
fucking free cane all the way, man. Yeah, the people, the people can come together and and and, and rally behind him. Yeah. If, if they all come together, they, they'll lighten the sentence for sure. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So let's uh, let's let's hope you know just healing on the Velasquez family one way or another, you know. Uh, but a place that you that a former UFC heavyweight champion in Cain Velasquez called home and dominated in his time there is the UFC octagon. And this yeah. Saturday, fights will commence from probably a smaller octagon because it's at the uh, the UFC uh, Performance Institute. But uh, this is UFC fight night, Ankaleev versus Santos, the Hammer versus... What are the other fucking guys that look like Abe Lincoln with abs and shit? It's... It's wild, but getting the the night started off, we have uh, well, actually there's going to be a whole bunch of them that unfortunately I didn't subscribe to the Voodoo Maximus uh, school of pronunciation. I know I should have. I've been bumping it. I thought I might get a discount, but unfortunately, a discount didn't come my way. Uh, but with that all being said, uh, I definitely think. Uh, we need the foreign name pronunciation classes live video for one easy payment of $9.99.99 for four easy payments of $4.99.99. Uh, again, we're doing math here. We're teaching you how to pronounce uh, like this guy because we're going to need every bit of it uh, to pronounce names of at least half of everyone on this fucking card. Starting off with the first one. So, uh, Video Maximus, with your superior intellect, take it away. <laughs> yeah, man. This one in the light heavyweight division, we have Tafan Unchuku going up against Azamat Murzakhanov. Murzakhanov. Murzakhanov is 10 and 0. I don't like to, to go against perfection. So, therefore, Azamat, most of his wins are by knockout. Tafan, he likes to, you know, he likes to, he likes to do his thing as well. He's only got one loss in the UFC, you know, so he lost to Jun Young Park, majority decision. So he's a, he's a beast himself. So, so uh, I do see, I do see Azamat uh, first testing out the striking zone. If the striking zone of uh, Tafan is formidable, then we will see the Russian wrestling take him to the ground, smash him because, you know, better superior, superior wrestling. And uh, someone will get finished in this fight. And um, I'm not going against perfection, man. It is what it is. Okay. I, I see exactly what you're saying. Uh, that is pretty reputable uh, in Asmat. But you know what? Ah, I'm going to go with mm -hmm. Tafan. Because uh, mm -hmm. I just... I feel fucking squirrely, and I think uh, fucking, uh, you know, Tafan, you know, in his uh, six wins, right? There's yeah. a lot of, there, there's some some KOs, right? There's some fucking, yeah. you know, uh, actually, yeah. uh, all of it, all of it. CFFC 73, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking Shogun fights. AT McCowan, right? KO, KO, KO. William Knight. William Knight. He fucking KO'd William Knight. William Knight Go is scary as shit. <laughs> and he did it at fucking CFFC 80. Go um, to sleep. Yeah. Head kick by, uh, you know, uh, versus Al Montavo, right? Like, mm -hmm. Jamie Pickett, that's a unanimous decision, but that's still not bad, right? Yeah. Yes, he lose, lost the majority decision to Jonun Park, 
but he beat slow Mike Rodriguez, and we know how bad fucking slow Mike Rodriguez is, and he beat yeah. him by decision, showing that yeah. he's not just a fucking knockout artist. Now, yes, yeah. Azamat is the name of the fucking, uh, you know, the buddy in Borat one, uh, mm -hmm. but also, like you said, perfection. But you know what? Yeah. We've seen crazy shit happen. We've seen tough-ass Mongolians like, we're like, ah, oh, this fucking Genghis Khan is blood and shit like that and get fucking starts dead dick in the dirt. Start. You know? Yeah. Right? So I just, fuck it. And I, I agree with everything you say. And and especially if we come back the, on a follow-up show yeah. and they're like, ah, oh, Osmat fucking won? I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I just, I just want to fucking roll the dice. So I'm going to go uh, to fun second round KO. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. So, so in this is in this next matchup, it's gonna be a, quite an interesting one because the last time we saw Chris Motinho, he took an ass whooping, ass whooping well, from said, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Remember yes, that? Yes. Oh and they my say god! That Ronnie Garvin, right? Former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, was the hands of stone. Also, Roberto mm. Duran. Right, yeah, but Mutino's yeah. fucking chin is made out of gosh damn granite. Holy <laughs> shit! Holy fucking shit! But take it away, uh, my friend. Hey, wasn't that like a year ago, man? What year was that again? Yeah, because you, you you got a fucking, oh, 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 fucking oh, yeah 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 you, you got to yeah, stem cells into your fucking brain to get July. some sort of I don't know July twenty first. I'm just saying, uh, you know, July 2000, 2021 was the, was the fight. And then we got this Guido character, uh, Canetti. Guido Canetti. Uh, he's on a three-fight losing streak, Mr. Ninja. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He lost to Marlon Vera. He lost to Dana. Dana. <laughs> and yes. uh, Mana Martinez. Split decision. Uh, I, 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 can't, I can't bet on this fella. I can't. I mean, the toughness of Chris alone uh, uh, is enough for me to bank on him. So uh, I'm just going to go on the limb and and, and, and say uh, uh, Chris Motinho wins this one by a uh, split decision. Uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, shout out to the good brother, Joey the Bull, you know, Jose. There we got some bull horns for you uh, from the Jim Crashers. And uh, catch his show on Instagram. Uh you know, you fucking good shit. Good shit is your yeah. goal. Um, what up, champ? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with you as well. Um, it looks like the ninja is doing the opposite of being a ninja. He's on his way out, man. He's on his ninja, way out. Ninja is supposed to be fucking stealthy, fucking using your environment around you to fucking whoop your ass, death stars and shit like that. But guess what? We remember... Him getting fucking his ass kicked—that is the emphasis of Ninja. We don't we don't know the Ninja because the Ninja is a fucking shadow realm being, right? Right? I'm the great Rudo Maximus as well. Right? So with that Indeed, he lurks. He lurks in the shadows. Yes, but <laughs> he lurks but, in the shadows and runs into punches and kicks. <laughs> yeah, you fucking in get knocked into the shadow realm. So. Just, just say it. Uh, you know, it was nice. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, and 
you know, he his his gym name is Our Town MMA. So hopefully he can go back to his town in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and uh, you know, come home with a hero's welcome. And uh, who, who knows? We might even see him at Eagle FC. Because hey, who knows? He might get a fight of the night type knockout, performance of the night type knockout, or submission. Who knows? But, you know, right at this moment and in this moment in time, I don't see him doing anything spectacular at all. So it is what it is. You were like, oh, at this moment in time. And I thought Whitney Houston. Well, one time too many um, is a fight that I am actually really looking forward to. Um, this is. The six and two Cody Brundage. Uh, Cody Brundage, he has wins. I mean, he's a he's a fucking factory ex guy, right? Mm -hmm. Mark Montoya, uh, training yeah. in the high altitudes of uh, Colorado, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but he's beaten Eric Lozano twice back to back, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But coming into the UFC, he has a tough, tough fucking customer in that William Knight that we just talked about that was so fucking scary. Yeah, mm -hmm. William Knight, that is the thing that got everybody talking about William Knight. Uh, you know, that was, that I mean, post his run in the regional promotions that William Knight had before this Dana White Contended Series appearance. And mm -hmm. it was, that shit went viral. Because, mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately, it was at the expense of one Cody Brundage, right? But mm -hmm. rebounded from that at LFA 99. He goes back to the LFA um, and does much like he did to Eric Lozano, where he fucking hits a arm triangle choke at LFA 99 in 39 mm -hmm. seconds of the third round. Then gets called back up to the UFC and loses to Nick Maximov um, by, via unanimous decision. Now, on mm -hmm. the other side of the docket, we have 11 and 3, Dalcha. Uh, Wang Jiamian Bula. Mm -hmm. I know the last part because that's hello in Fijian. So if I fucked up Bula, oh, there's gonna be many fucking Tevoros or devils that are waiting to steal my soul. Yes, I said. Uh, but Dalcha, the champion, um, is pretty fucking good, man. Uh, obviously, he lost to Magomed Ankaleev, but what's Magomed Ankaleev up to? Oh, yeah, he's headlining this fucking card. Against Thiago Santos, right? So yep. that's not a bad loss. Uh, prior to that, he got he got a KO, scored a KO on the third round in 42 seconds to Dequan Townsend. Dequan Townsend is a tough customer himself. Uh, after the Ankalaev loss, loses to Marcus Perez. The I mean beats Marcus Perez. I, I excuse me. The unanimous mm -hmm. decision, but then loses to Mark Andre Barrialt. Uh, the unanimous decision. I'm going to Dalcha just because, hey, uh, I, I think Cody Brundage might be on the skids. You know, the fact that uh, he didn't even get a short notice fight with the UFC right mm -hmm. after his Dana White Contender Series. Now, yes, he did lose, but mm -hmm. we've seen people losses uh, in Dana White's Contender Series that have gone on to get uh, maybe a short notice fight or what have you. Not nobody that yeah. has gotten KO'd, at least from my memory. Uh, but with that all being said, uh, I just feel like there's more stock 
and the skills of Dalcha at this particular mm-hmm. instance. If they mm-hmm. put Cody Brundage in there with somebody else, I think it would be a little bit more favorable. I, I think mm-hmm. this is this is a one-sided ass-kicking, and I think mm-hmm. Dalcha, the champion, is going to prove exactly why he's a champion. But what say you, Vudu? Well, uh, I'm I'm with you uh, in picking Dalcha. He's got more experience. Uh, he is from the Congo. Can't go against uh, people from the Congo. Their life has been so hard. Even even the ones that are middle class and above, <laughs> still a hard life, man. Coming from the Congo, uh, there's something about that that's an advantage. Uh, just just that social advantage is there. And and he's got a better record. He's got a better record. He's got he's higher in the rankings. It only makes sense to pick him. Docha, Logum, La Longiambula. I'm going with him too. Yeah, there you go. That's a uh, that's a unanimous pick right here at the in the off woods. The back. Yeah, right off the bat. So with that being said, I think this one will actually be a stellar affair. We've got two. Uh, champions that are essentially, they just happen to be female, but these are some of the toughest in the flyweight division, and we've got yeah. Sabina Mazo 9-3 and three against Miranda Fear the Maverick. Now, the Colombian mm-hmm. queen, Sabina Mazo, has been on the wrong side of a couple losses, a unanimous decision loss to Alexis Davis, uh, and then a rear naked choke loss, most recently to uh, Marina, or um, yeah, Mariah. I'm sorry, Mariah mm-hmm. Agapova, right? Mm-hmm. But prior to that, she beat she was on a three fight winning streak against none other than Shannon Dobson. You know how tough mm-hmm. Shannon Dobson is. JJ mm-hmm. Aldrich, also a tough mm-hmm. customer, and Justin Kish, who's uh, gonna be headlining Bellator Hawaii with uh Ilimale McFarlane, you know, the former fucking Bellator world champion. That's and right. Right, so we know how right. uh, Justin Kish and her toughness is. Right, so with yep. that being said, those are pretty fucking good wins, right? But Alexis Davis, at, you know, also top class. So, you know, the fact that it went to a decision that she wasn't finished that says something. But also, that also shows how tough and how uh, durable and how skilled that Myra Agapova was to finish. Mazo off. Now, with that all mm-hmm. being said, uh, on the other side, we got Miranda Maverick, who was a standout of Invicta uh, when I started watching, when I really started watching Invicta. Uh, I mean, she would, I just hear TJ DeSantis, of course, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joel Martinez, and obviously the legendary Bruce Ruffer, when they call her name. That's one thing, but all I and guess what? Joe Martinez actually called her name in Invicta, but all I hear is TJ DeSantis in my head, Miranda mm-hmm. Maverick. Like that's mm-hmm. that's all I've got in my head, right? So she will forever be uh you know an Invicta standout to me and have that in my head. She's tough, she is so mm-hmm. tough, and yes, Mazo is, but I've got Miranda Maverick unanimous decision. You know, this is going to be a tough, tough matchup because they're both coming from from a, a two-fight losing streak. So 
they're they're both gonna come out and they're gonna push. They're gonna push hard. Records are similar, nine and three, nine and four. Maverick is higher in the rankings, possibly because she's faced more favorable opponents that that put her higher in the ranking. And you know, of course, she has to win when she faces these people. Uh, Sabrina Mazo, on the other hand, number forty-eight in the, in the flyweight division, a lot lower, a lot lower. Uh, I believe this fight is put in place to help Maverick rebound and get back in the win column. And if this is where the company is going, I think I'm going to go with them too and uh, go with you as well, Miranda Maverick. Uh, I don't know how she's going to win, but I think she's going to win. Even though she's given away a height advantage, I believe she'll figure something out. Dirty boxing of some sort, you know. Um, she has very good movement. So if Sabrina Mazo doesn't take it to the ground, Miranda Maverick has a very, very good chance of winning. Yeah. What is that? Is that a 50, 50 chance of winning in case Samoa Joe comes out and whatever at sacrifice? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, shout out to Scott Snyder. Hopefully, the Snyder brothers get put into the Hall of Fame is to give Scott so. Snyder a fucking live mic in front of the WWE universe for the first time <laughs> since what 2002 when he fucking faced Triple H. I'm just yeah. saying that's, that's worth the price of admission. But with that all being said, in the featherweight division, we have none other than the 19 4 and 1 Damon Jackson against the mm-hmm. Hawaiian 11 and 4 uh, actually the Hawaiian um, what the fuck is that uh but uh, Kamuela Kurt now Kurt um is on a three fight winning streak against uh Guillermo Santos at LFA 97 Daniel mm-hmm. Swain uh and he retired Daniel Swain uh you know, and uh, that was at LFA 107, and then makes his UFC debut against Mr. Finland, I believe. Yep, Mr. V- Finland, uh, Maquan Amirakwani, right? Mm-hmm. So that that um, Amirakwani win has got my fucking spidey senses uh, kicking and tingling and shit like that. But he has a tough and experienced Damon Jackson. Damon Jackson, the leech, as he calls himself, is a standout out of Fortis MMA, right? And mm-hmm. uh, he's got some—he's he, up and down in terms of his his uh, his fight career, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Going back to LFP forty, uh, rear naked choke victory over Jeremy Spood, uh, then Nate Jennerman uh, KOs him in the second round, but then loses at PFL. Ch- the PFL tournament 2019 to Mavlid Kabulayev, uh, right. first round, to, right. you know, fine right. jumping knee, right? But then he yeah. goes back to LFA, beats Mario Chale uh, Ch- with a rear naked choke, right? Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. one uh, stands out because Mursad Bektik is who the uh, is who the leech beats. And mm-hmm. for me, Mursad Biktek is one half of one of the greatest fights that I've ever seen. It was him and Darren Elkins, where mm-hmm. fucking obviously uh, Mursad Biktek was, uh, you know, 
having his way with with Darren the Damage Elkins, and mm-hmm. Darren Elkins fucking found a way to gut it out and KO KO Merced in the third round. I mean, second seconds left in the fight. So the fact that uh, he has a win over Bektik fucking has my sweaty senses tingling. Also, yeah, uh, losing to Ilya Taporia, but then beating the Boston strong Charles Rosa uh, via unanimous decision. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to be fucking whatever. Even though I think the Jawayan is weird, a mm-hmm. name, mm-hmm. Kamala Kurt is still a fucking Polynesian. So for another mm-hmm. reason, what did, what did uh, fucking, uh, I want to say it was like, uh, Jesus Christ, what's the fucking guy's name? D-Ray Davis. We love you, God. Jesus no. Christ. Oh, no, I was going to say, no, like, uh, what's the, I, I think it was D. Ray Davis, where right, you know at the Shaq's Comedy Star Jam when Obama was getting elected and whatever, it was like, hey, oh, right, right, right. Know, I remember that guy. Let's let's look and uh, vote one in, and then see how it works and whatever. You know, the, we've had a whole bunch of them fuck up of another uh, ethnic whatever. So let's see what this one does. So uh, that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm going to join Kumala Kurt as just Polynesian. To say. Um, Damon Jackson, as you mentioned earlier, uh, he's earned the right for a flip of a coin. Uh, he is number 30 in the rankings, 19 and, 19 and 4. Um, he's beaten some formidable opponents. And uh, I can flip a coin here with you, man. Most definitely. I'll go Damon Jackson on this. I like it. I like it. And uh, speaking of things I like, the good sister Takiya Powell says, Hi, guys. How are you? I am here and glad to have you. Uh, good sister. We, what up? You're like fucking, uh, what's his face? Like, um, Robin Thick, right? Yeah. Not in the fucking weird ass blurred lines where you're slapping asses <laughs> and uh, getting sued by Marvin Gaye's family. No, not that, but we were lost without her. Was what I'm going to go with. So, um, but speaking of going on, we have uh, Javid Basharat, right? Who's a perfect 11 and 0, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the snow leopard. Holy snow leopard. shit. Afghanistan. Those things are scary, right? Those things are scary. This is actually his official UFC debut because he, his first time in the Octagon was against uh, Oran Kalan. Which sounds like a fucking war from Star Trek, right? He's a Klingon. Mm-hmm. That's what Oran Klingon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry, Kalan family. I just <laughs> fucked up your name. Uh, but anywho, beats him via guillotine choke, right? But then he's he's been everywhere and he's beat everybody that, that those places had to offer. And that's what he feels like he's going to go against Trevin Jones. But Trevin mm-hmm. Jones... 13 and 7, right? Five star, five star, five star Trevin Jones is coming off of a loss, actually, against a guy that whose name I can't pronounce, but I'm mm-hmm. going to go with Seti Yukub. Cocker. <laughs> Said Yakub. Kakaramonov. Kakaramonov. Sounds like some Dragon Ball Z type stuff. I, you know what? I felt, like, I felt like I was going to go in the auspices of mm-hmm. Joe Rogan 
Uh, <laughs> did you see that shit? The last night? It's nah. uh, I think it was U- U- Umar Nurmagomedov, Madoff, right? And Joe Rogan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I heard oh, about Nurmagomedov. that. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's why. So that's what I felt like right there. Uh, but Trevor Jones has a win over that gentleman. Uh, but also a, I mean, a loss with uh, against that gentleman gets free, finished via guillotine choke, but a win over Mario Bautista. Uh, where he KOs Batista, right? And then um, he's actually fought in deep over there in Japan, uh, where he where he beats uh, Takafumi Atsuka uh, via rear naked choke. And uh, deep, for those who don't know, that is a uh, that is the place where Victor El Mongosa Henry out of uh, UWF USA was a bantamweight champion there beating the number one seeded uh, Japanese fighter in the Bantamweight division for the time. So uh, a shout-out to Deep. Amazing, amazing uh, organization there. But in the words of Voodoo Maximus, you can't match co- perfection, and Javid has got that in spades 11-0. and 0. So I feel he's going to steamroll Trevin Jones. I want to say Kaylin. Not not only not only uh, is he a KO artist as he has uh, acquired some KOs uh, uh, in his uh, career, he's also uh, a skilled grappler as he has heel hooks, guillotine guillotine chokes, rear naked chokes. From the looks of his record, Dar's chokes. He's a complete fighter. He will take the path of least resistance. And this is what brings him W's. Now, Trevin Jones, I, I remember him. He's got the power to put anybody's lights out, but at the same time, you cannot overlook such skill, you know? Especially from an Afghani. You know, the Afghanis, man, the Russians tried for many years and they lost. The Americans tried 15 years or so and they lost. They lost. The Afghanis don't give up. And uh, Javid, I believe he's going to uh, continue in the uh, way of the uh, Afghani. And he will become 12 and 0. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't know what happened. But my boy will be right back in 2 and 2. <laughs> so in the next card, we see J.J. Uh, Aldridge, yeah. Julian Robertson. Robertson, Jillian Robertson. What tell you about this uh, next fight, Jillian Robertson? This one actually has all the potential to be my fight of the night, uh, right here. Jillian Savage Robertson. Yes, she's been accused of might be ducking fights. That mm-hmm. might have been said a, a time or two, what have you. But she, when she shows up, she can fight. She can fight, yep. and that's what her sixteen uh, fight experience is speaking of right but and can she, i call a timeout can i call ahead. a timeout sir hey man i don't see nothing wrong with picking your fights okay i do not see anything wrong picking your fights you fight huge difficult fights when the money's right and the time is right be strategic be strategic with your career 
You only got one brain. Be strategic. Why fight a difficult fight for pennies of the dollar when you can wait and do that later? Build some experience and then fight those fights when the money is much more uh, worth it and, and, and you're better equipped to protect yourself from damage. So I don't see anything wrong with it, just for the record. Okay, no, I 100%. But, you know, the fucking brain cells and shit like that, we, one <laughs> of right? the fucking fight cards that we have is headlined by Diego Sanchez in 2022. Right. Somebody's going to sleep. I, I feel like it's going to be him. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be him. He's talking about he comes from the fucking hills and mountaintops of fucking New Mexico, coming down to the fucking beaches of fucking Florida. I don't know what the fuck that guy is and then, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he doesn't even have Josh Rabia with him. I'm just this shit is weird. Shit is weird, mm. is what I'm saying. So it's gonna uh, be interesting. It's gonna be interesting which Diego Sanchez shows up. Is it gonna be that actually I, I don't know exactly which one? Be. It's the fucking <laughs> shell of his former self. It's exactly uh the 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 BJ Penn, but not prime BJ Penn. No, the the one that gets fucking you know, KO'd by a fucking fat guy in flip-flops in Hawaii. That's the that equivalent is what is waiting for Diego Sanchez. This is actually a fight where I'm at it hasn't been since fucking Tony Ferguson and Kevin Lee. Have mm. I picked Kevin Lee? And and the only reason why I fucking chose fucking Kevin Lee in that fight is he was like the Motown Phenom and me and Roly Robles of FX uh training center in Pasadena. We shot a fucking yeah. promo. Whatever, yeah. and he picked fucking Ferguson, and I was like Motown Phenom because he likes yeah. Motown and he might like The Undertaker, and that's <laughs> what I got. So <laughs> I haven't picked Kevin Lee since then. This is one where I'm like, ah, like I'm not saying Diego Sanchez in 2022 is a tin can, but if I saw a fucking tin can, fucking you know, a video of it getting kicked around Miami, I'd be like Diego Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance he's gonna get smacked around, tossed good around. Chance? Fuck yes, yeah. he's ain't gonna be much of him. So sorry, Diego Sanchez. Unfortunately, you're a legend. I've got a fucking you know uh, action figure of you, but you ain't no action. But you're kind of a figure uh, nowadays. Mm. So there's that. That's uh, a cautionary tale for anyone who fights in their early twenties. Like hey. Even your your twilight years. Hey, when it's done, it's done. But I mm. I feel like two females that aren't going to be done is JJ Aldridge and Julian Robertson. But I'm mm -hmm. going with JJ Aldridge because guess what? She fucking beat Brown Belt former LFA champion Vanessa Littlemont Demopolis along yep. with Courtney Casey. Right? Yes, yep. he lost to Sabina Mazo, but yep. that's that's a it's not bad. And lost to Macy mm -hmm. Barber. Um, you know, but that's not a bad loss, you know, but mm -hmm. beat beat Dynamite Danielle Taylor, who just fought in Invicta, uh, beat Pollyanna Viana, right? So I think this one is going to be a war. I, mm -hmm. I, I really do uh, between Savage Robertson and um, but I think J.J. Aldridge takes the win. Yeah, so early on in, in J.J.'s career, she fell victim to submissions. Uh, uh, one to um, the uh, infamous Tatiana Suarez, rear naked choke, and uh, Rosa Aceveda, knees and punches by knockout. 
uh, also Jamie uh, Moy Moy Moly or whatever whatever it is Renika Choke. So in in the past she's been a victim to it, and I I guarantee you Jillian Robertson is going to uh, attempt to secure some kind of submission. Right? She she's a smart fighter, and she's gonna go for what she knows. Uh, if Vanessa Dermopoulos couldn't finish it or snatch the submission, I believe Jillian also will have a hard time securing the submission. Uh, it seems JJ Aldridge has put it quite put it together and uh, is uh, performing uh, at an acceptable rate now. Takedown defense is excellent, and uh, uh, it's going to be a formidable match. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 uh, JJ uh, finishes her in the third round. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, uh, that's all we got to say about that. And Takia says, "Yep, that's what I'm talking about." Hell yes, mm-hmm. hell yes, indeed, um, indeed. Now we have the one semi the Jedi that still doesn't make sense to me, but Matthew Matt. Matthew Smelsberger, who is mm-hmm. nine and three, right? Coming mm-hmm. off of a win over or Martin Sano, where he KOs Sano right cross. That's all she wrote. 15 seconds is all he needed to get it done, mm-hmm. but he lost a unanimous decision to Chaos Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Beat Jason Witt, beat Carton Minus. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. KOs Jason Witt uh, a second longer than his KO. Of uh, Martin Sano, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, thirty seconds or thirty-one seconds for two fights. That's not that's not bad, right? Um, yeah. So that, I mean, those are the the notable wins that Semi the Jedi has. Now he's going up against a perfect nine and zero AJ Fletcher. Now AJ the Ghost Fletcher, uh, basically, I hit the flying knee to Leonardo Damini. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Damiani, I'm sorry, Damiani, right? Uh, Damiani gets hit first round, flying knee KO, right? But yeah. he's got submissions in his arsenal, he's got head and arm chokes in his arsenal, right? Rear naked choke in his arsenal. Um, this is what I like to refer to you as when you preach the auspice and the ideology of a complete fighter. And A.J. Mm-hmm. Fletcher isn't in free flow, but he's mm-hmm. getting there. He's getting there. Mm-hmm. He has all the tools and the record to make sure that a victory is within his reach. So I am right. actually going to go not with uh, Matthew Schmelzberger, who I've been a fan of, uh, especially during this kind of COVID era of UFC fights almost every Saturday, right? Yeah. Um but I I will actually go against one of the guys that I favorite, and I'm gonna go with uh, AJ Fletcher. Yeah. Second yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. So so this fella here, uh, semi the Jedi. He we can call him a complete fighter as well, but he's heavier on on the grappling aspect of things. Uh, um, he's he does have knockout power. He, he he could knock someone out. I mean, most folks could knock someone out. But the thing about 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 AJ Fletcher is he he's explosive. He's explosive. The only thing that I fear is his cardio. I'm not sure. 
Smellsberg is going to bring it to him. He's going to put his weight on him. He's going to put his height on them. Um, at um, uh, how do you say? At six foot one, you know, he's he, he's going to really try and wear him down. He's going to put it, you know, make he's going to make AJ carry him because AJ, being an explosive fella, he's five ten, you know. So reach advantage and all that goes to Smellsberger, but. Uh, this fella, AJ here, he's a teammate of uh, Dustin Poirier. So um, I'm getting, you know, Lafayette, Louisiana and all that. Um, if he's working with a Dustin Poirier, he's seen decent hands. I don't know about kicks, but he's seen decent hands. And with decent hands, you can maintain distance. You can, you can do a lot of things. Um, if he has a flying knee in his arsenal, and he knows how to submit, then he knows how to defend against them. So it's going to be a close fight. But I see a split decision victory for the undefeated fighter, A.J. Fletcher. I like it. I like it. But uh, this one is starting off the main card, but uh, it's a lot of things, right? It's a battle of the Brazilians, right? Yeah. It's but it's also one of the most tenured fighters that there is in Bruno Silva at 22 yeah. and six. That's 28 professional fights against a four and one Alex Piera, right? Now, Piera mm-hmm. Potan is uh, a former glory uh, kickboxing champion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's yeah. that's. You know, you know, a decision win over Simon Marcus that mm-hmm. that is that stands out. Uh, our Barim Rama, right? He, he three knockdown. Uh, Barim Rama at the uh glory in Copenhagen, Denmark, and also has mm-hmm. a win over you know, uh, this is somebody that you have basically sung the praises of even before he fought his first fight in the octagon, but mm-hmm. uh, Alex Pieta. Uh, has a KO victory over one Israel Adesanya. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, that being in kickboxing, but even still, that is pretty notable, right? Um, yep. So, on the other hand, we have, again, a really tough and tenured Bruno Silva. Bruno has been in there with the Beverly Hills Ninja, Jordan White, uh, Andrew Sanchez, Wellington Thurman, right? All of those wins, KO, right? Uh, Artem mm-hmm. Frolov at M1 Challenge, KO. Alexander mm-hmm. Shulmenko, right? Former Bellator champion. Yeah, that Alexander Shulmenko, mm-hmm. right? Fucking first-round KO. Uh, Grenady Kovalev, right? Has the name of one of the greatest, uh, the first name of one of the greatest fighters ever in Triple G, Grenady, right? Um but KO's uh, Granati in the fir- uh, in the first round. Um, so this gentleman, even though he's, I mean, he's long in the tooth, right? Uh, but he's a tenured on vet. All of these wins, mm-hmm. right? 28 fights. He's only 32 years of age, which is fucking crazy because the amount of damage that I would think that would be in him uh, or on his body, rather, in that many amount of fights, holy shit! But uh, this one also fight of the night. This 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 could be it. But I'm actually yeah. gonna go 
with Pieta. Um, mm. He just, I, I, you sang his praises for so long. I believe in the gospel. I believe in the sermon that good voodoo Maximus was preaching to us all. He was ministering mm -hmm. to us all. So with that all being said, I'm going with Pieta. Hey, when you when you hear the term "kill or be killed," Alex Pereira stands out. He stands tall. It is what it is. With he's from the Amazon. What you see is what you get. The man was born and bred to be a human fighting machine. He is like your pit bull that you see fighting in those dog fights. He is the human equivalent of that. He has no remorse because it's strictly business. I mean, once you're knocked out cold, then he'll he'll feel something for you. I mean, he is still human. But when it's in there, man, handsome stone, he's going to knock your block off. It is what it is. If it's by his shin, his feet, his elbow, his, his fist, Whatever it is, he's going to take you out. That's what he does. He can destroy. He's taking missiles. No matter where you go, he will follow. He gets better and better and better as the rounds go by. This is what he does. He lives and breathes combat, you know? And, and, and his opponent, 22, 22 fights, I mean, 22 wins. Bruno Silva, six losses. Bruno Silva as well is a killing machine. Most of his fights are knockouts. He doesn't shoot the double. This is the fight of the night between these two right here. People understand this opening card, do not miss it. First of all, I don't understand why this fight, excuse me, is so low. Someone else should be opening up this, opening up this card. This is a co-main event level card. With Alex Pereira on it, they should be, and Bruno, they should be co-main event. But it's also a good way to open up a card. So, you know, give them fireworks, you know, race, race, the, uh, race the bar immediately and uh, let the chips fall where they may. Alex Herrera, devastating death, knockout, death blow. I like it. I like it. And shout out to the good brother Shade Husky, uh, who could be up, found Husky? week to week, multiple times a week on the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast on Bodyslam.net, where this is being simulcast to as well. And also, if you want more Shade, go ahead and check out his Twitch streams. It's in his social media. Go ahead and check him out. I'm just saying, that's a good brother. Too sweet, bro. <laughs> uh, Too now, sweet. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of too sweet, holy shit, this one is a good one. Like this whole main card, fight of the night, fight of the night, fight of the night, right? But we have in this particular instance, Drew Dober, twenty three and eleven. Uh, Drew Dober, I mean his his tapology picture is from old school Strike Force, right? This guy has been there here forever but he's only 33 a tenured young vet training out of the mm. elevation fight team in colorado but uh mm -hmm. unfortunately he's coming off of a two-fight losing streak that being brad riddell he lost a unanimous mm -hmm. decision uh and none other than islam makachev where he gets arm triangled from the half guard um on the undercard of israel adesanya jan blakowicz right 
mm-hmm. um, but has a win over uh, a KO win over Alex the Great Hernandez, uh, Nasrat Hopscorst, and Polo Reyes, right? All of those KOs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously lost to Benil Darius, but it's Benil fucking Darius. But Frank Tumacho, unanimous decision. John Tuck, unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. KO's Josh Berkman. Yeah, the guy that mm-hmm. looks like Jesus, or at least an apostle. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but on the other hand, we have Terrence T-Rex McKenney. And you know that name, because he was the guy who just beat Farah Zayam, uh literally in February. So it's a quick turnaround, yep. quick camp. He's there, right? KO's Matt uh, Steamroller Fivola, but uh, in the case of MMA on points video of like uh, the craziest protege, I forgot who Matt Fivola is a protege of, uh, but the, you know, they basically, he was on a top 10 list of people who have trained with world-class athletes, but have fallen short. Um, I don't think that is, I mean, there's still something to be said uh, on Frivola, but a win is a win. And that, again, T-Rex yep. has that win over Matt Frivola. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, a friend of the According to Wood show um, and a pride of Puerto Rico, Michael uh, Izari Ortiz, where he carries him in the very first round of LFA 109, uh, which... That was the 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 headline, right? That was the main that was the main event of that particular LFA, right? Um, mm-hmm. He's just just KO 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 KO. He's got a rear naked choke uh, against Charon Spain and Bobby McIntyre. Uh, Jesus, I mean, back to back wins, back to back finishes, back to back same finishes, same choke in the first round in two fucking fights. Jesus, Louises. That's why he's T-Rex, and that's why I'm going with him over uh, Drew Dober. Nothing against Drew Dober. Again, tenured young vet, 23 and 11. That's fucking impressive as shit. But what Terrence McKenney has done in his tenure in the UFC and prior lead me to believe he's going to come away with a spectacular victory. And I, I think that might come by way of a scintillating knockout. But what say you? Yeah. Uh, uh, what is the secret to Drew Dober's longevity? Grappling. Grappling. Uh, many of his wins have been by grappling or unanimous decision or some sort of decision. He controls his opponent by dragging him into deep water and forcing him to swim, especially when he knows they can't swim. So it's worked for him 23 times. Hasn't worked 11 times. He's been there for a long time. He's number 18 in the lightweight division. Terrence, on the other hand, is an excellent wrestler himself. So wrestling defense is going to be on point. Drew Dober trying to take him down. He's going to have an answer. Now, Terrence just fought some two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago at the most. He's got to cut back down to 155. How much weight will he be cutting? This is going to matter. Drew Dober hasn't fought anyone. You know, he's been training for just this one fight. Terrence McKinney is taking this fight on short notice because Drew Dober's opponent uh, fell off. And uh, uh, Ricky Glenn was supposed to be his opponent. But Ricky Glenn, you know, whatever, whatever his situation is, he's gone. Terrence steps in on short notice. And here we are. 
what's that weight cut going to be like? Is he light? Because these things are going to be the deciding factor if Terrence wins or not. Drew Dober's going to bring the fight to him. He's going to push his heart rate. Uh, depending on how much weight he's lost, we'll see if Terrence can hang in there for 15 minutes. We do know Terrence has very good wrestling. He's got excellent striking as well. Um, I think this is a very good gamble. If he loses, he lost to a veteran, Drew Dober. He's new in the game, Terrence McKinney, uh, T-Rex. He's, he's new in the game, so it won't look that bad on his record because he lost to Drew Dober. But if he beats Drew Dober, he moves up to 18 from 34. So it's a win-win situation for the kid. And three, he gets paid a nice stipend for taking his fight on short notice. And and he's a marketable kid. So there you go. I'm going with Terrence McKenna as well. Split decision. Yeah, the world is uh, is his oyster, I believe, is T-Rex. So can't wait to see. I don't want to like factor him into title fights already or whatever, but let this... Not this, yet, not yeah, yet. Let, let, let's be a slow burn, uh, but I, I think we're going to have fun as viewers. But definitely not his opponents. We're going to have fun with this run that T-Rex is going <laughs> to be on, uh, which continues right into Saturday night. But uh, speaking of things... To get run into, holy shit, nine and four, Carl Robertson, uh, baby cake, uh, Carl Robertson, mm -hmm. uh, is running into a nine and five, uh, Khalil Roundtree. And you're like, what's what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they've got very similar records, just one has one more fight than the other, right? Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, baby cake, it's not, it hasn't been bad, right? Because he beat. Wellington Terman back in 2019 on UFC on ESPN plus 13, right? The unanimous decision. Roman Kopilov, again, a, a fan of Roman's We Are uh, here at Voodoo in the Woods, but beats Roman mm -hmm. Kopilov via remake a choke, but then runs into the Italian dream Marvin Vittori where he gets remake a choke in the very first round, and then Brendan all in Allen heel hooks him, right? Uh, so... Uh, he was supposed to fight Nick Maximov. That didn't materialize. Mm -hmm. But he's facing one Khalil Rantry. And Khalil, uh, or the Warhorse, has, I mean, he fucking sidekicked to the knee of Modestus Bukakis, or as I like to say, Modelo Bukaki. <laughs> right? But uh, Send him to know, the hospital. Yeah, absolutely. But a unanimous decision lost to Marcin uh, Percino. And then uh, he got elbowed to hell by Ian Kutalaba. But you remember that fight that he had with your boy Eric Andrews, where Eric Andrews didn't fucking, he basically did a Chris Mutino and Eric Andrews didn't fucking go down, right? Uh, but a loss to Johnny Walker. And who could forget him KOing none other than arguably one of the greatest heavyweight strikers to ever live? That is Gokhan yeah. Saki. Holy mm -hmm. shit, right? And mm -hmm. he even KO'd on his way to Isaki, uh, basically KO'd uh, none other than Daniel Jolly and the Bear Jew, Paul Craig, right? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> lost to Tyson Pedro, but guess what? Tyson Pedro, unfortunately, I don't know what happened there. Uh, shit is no longer in the UFC. So that's that's what we got to say about that. Obviously, Roundtree is a Ultimate Fighter alumnus, 
And that's why I'm going with the war horse, Khalil Roundtree. Yes, this might be a little bit nepotistic, but Khalil Roundtree grew up in the South Bay area region of Los Angeles, much like I did, if you consider Inglewood uh, South Bay, or much like Voodoo did. So with that all being said, this one for me, yes, I believe he can get the job done against Carl Robertson, but also this is a home team deal. So Cleo Roundtree, the war horse all the way. Yes, yes, yes. No no arguments there, my brother. Uh, Cleo Roundtree and, and, and his opponent, Carl Robertson, uh, both familiar with the kickboxing Muay Thai game. Uh, it's going to start, start standing. Then uh, Carl's going to realize that, okay, this guy hits pretty hard. He kicks pretty hard. He punches pretty hard. Uh, plan B, start utilizing grappling and all that. Try and get it to the ground. Try and, 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 and implement grappling so you can uh, seek the path of least resistance. Uh, this is where it's going to go. I believe Roundtree has enough takedown defense to keep this standing and to keep the punishment going. I will also go with Khalil Roundtree, not only because he's home team, but I believe he can win this one. He's moving on to 10 and four. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Uh, but as we move along, I I don't want this gentleman to move along just because <laughs> uh, general premise. And that's just not me being a fan of the All-American Retracks, where, you know, that song, <laughs> oh, if I get strong, do we move along? Oh, no. Anywho, Alex Caceres, man, <laughs> fucking Bruce Leroy. That motherfucker's been disappointing the last, like, fucking, I don't know, five times I've seen him fight? Swear to God. Yes, he has unanimous decision wins, but he's that motherfucker that... You know, if you're in a fucking IBJJF tournament or International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, for those who are not inclined, uh, you know, they, you know, you're in a fucking position, and rather than go for the kill, they go for the fucking points so they can fight to see another day. That's the motherfucker that Alex Osaris is. Yes, he's so skilled. Yes, he's so talented and what have you. But is anybody fucking on their right mind picking Alex Casares? In a fucking UFC video game, and be like, "Yeah, that's my motherfucker. We're rocking." <laughs> no, no, fucking that's Black way. Bruce Lee right there. That's Black Bruce Lee. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I mean, if 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 that's Black Bruce Lee, ooh, no, I'm not even gonna say that. That's that's too scandalous. Bruce Lee is a points fighter. He's a point karate. Fucking point jujitsu fucking mm. fighter. Does he want to fucking hurt you? No. I, I, you know what? At this stage of the game, because I remember most people were talking about Bruce Leroy fucking five, ten years ago. When did he enter the UFC? Oh, yeah. Way back on fucking UFC on fuel. UFC yeah. on versus. Yeah. UFC yeah. on versus is this motherfucker. You fucking yeah. fought. He was on the Ultimate Fighter season 12. Season 12. It seems like forever ago. Uh, but lost to Michael. It is Johnson. forever ago. It is forever ago. That's 2010. That's 13 years, yeah. right? And people are yeah. like, ah, oh, fucking. I, I think I was even at UFC 99 when people were like, oh my God, you guys got to see that shit. 
right? Mm-hmm. He got to see fucking mm-hmm. Bruce Leroy fight, right? And he fought, and it was like, uh, yep, it was that. Him and Cole Miller. I remember literally grabbing a beer on my way into the Forbes, my first UFC at my fucking home arena that I graduated from and whatever. And we sat there, and we sat there, and we sat there. Just like, is he going to do something? And he did fucking <laughs> nothing against Cole Miller. He fucking pointed. That shit, mm. even that shit was 2016. That shit was six years ago. If that fight is in kindergarten, that shit is in first grade. And he was boring then. He's been boring since. So fuck. I want none other than the Sadiq Youssef, Super Sadiq from Nigeria. You know, that's right. A, a place that's of fucking right. breeds champions. One that I'm that's talking right. to and talking with and co-hosting the show with. He's got a UFMA championship. And guess what? Sadiq Yusef has probably got some gold in his arsenal, in his trophy case. He is under the great Lloyd Irvin, who gets overlooked in terms of formidable black belts in all of MMA, but all of jiu-jitsu as well. Motherfuckers who need to know, need to know about Team Lloyd Irvin. Uh, but obviously, Super Sadiq has wins over Andre Tachifili, fucking Gabriel Benitez, Sherman Morales, or Morais, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Davis, Suman uh, Mokhtarian. Uh, just, he's, he's sought everywhere. Super Sadiq is, because he's super. Victory FC, mm-hmm. CFFC, Titan FC, Brave CF, Dana White's Contender mm-hmm. Series. All fucking notching up wins. Wins, 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 wins. All this motherfucker does is win. And I think yeah. that's exactly what he's going to do against mm-hmm. one Alex Bruce Leroy Casares. So Sadiq Youssef, knock this motherfucker out for me one time. Thank you. Here's the deal, man. Alex Casares has been in the UFC for quite some time. And he's number 21. Sadiq, number 16. That's one. Sadiq is new. But he's beaten someone tangible enough to put him at number 16 in the UFC. So that is to be noted. Second of all, Sadiq is an excellent striker, excellent grappler, complete fighter. Caceres, excellent grappler, excellent striker. But he's not a power puncher. Sadiq is a power puncher. So that's two for Sadiq. Three, Sadiq represents that green, white, green, which I can never, ever go against. You know what I'm saying? That green, white, green is the soil, and uh, Sadiq is going in there, and he's going to do what he has to do. Caceres is good enough to keep from getting finished. He's, he's been doing this a long time. I do see a, either a unanimous or a split decision victory for Sadiq. Yeah, I I agree. I don't care what it happens. I just want a bloodied fucking <laughs> Caceres. <laughs> So we can show this motherfucker the door. Like, you know, <laughs> if you want to get that fucking money, again, Eagle FC, sign him up. Like fucking Connor said at the damn Floyd Mayweather fucking press conference, sign me up. Let's fucking do that shit. This, you, you're, I'm not to say you're taking up a spot because the UFC, just like AEW's Tony Khan, can sign whoever they damn well they please, right? And shout out to AEW for snatching up William Regal and uh, mm-hmm. and fucking Jeff Hardy. Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Now, yeah. So shout out. You know, when your fucking brother's getting his ass kicked, you fucking go to your music and fucking, yeah, 
dad says shit, and then you help your brother later. Uh, shout out to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> nah, he's one of my all-time right. favorites. I ain't fucking mad at it at all. Uh, you know, so yeah, uh, fucking super Sadiq. Fuck, just bloody the yep. fuck out of him. I, I don't want to see Alex Caceres in an octagon. I don't want to see him in the video games. Just fucking sh- send his ass to the Shadow Realm, is what Video Maximus yeah. would say. So I'm going to quote the great Video Maximus and send this motherfucker into the Shadow Realm where he fucking belongs. <laughs> so he can be out my fucking ESPN Plus damn subscription. That's what I'm saying. And I will um, and I will be quoting the great and incomparable Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> from the cartoons. <laughs> hey, I mean, if it is, I, I'll be quoting fucking Popeye all the time. You know, so I, I, that's what we do. But speaking of quotes, to quote the great Bruce Buffer, we are at the co-main events of the evening. We have former World Series of Fighting Bantamweight champion, the Magic Man, Magic Marlon Marais, 23, mm-hmm. 9, and 1. Arguably one of the most talented bantamweights to ever do it. But mm-hmm. he has run into some tough luck. Uh, yes, he he won against the what many believe is a, te- a card-carrying member to the Mount Rushmore of UFC featherweight champions in Jose Aldo Jr., right? But a lot of people said, hey, nope, nah, I don't like that. that that's that's why Aldo got the title shot because nobody really mm-hmm. thought, myself included, um, that 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 Marais beat Aldo. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, prior to that, a loss to Henry Cejudo, right? That was uh, uh, the title fight, you know, that had eluded him, you know, uh, for like he was just building wins on wins after being on World Series of Fight and being a champion for them. He tasted what championship gold uh, looked like and what it meant to be a, a champion. And he was working his way up. Uh, to me, in terms of World Series and Fight, I mean, the best homegrown talent. Obviously, you had uh, Rumble, Anthony Rumble Johnson, you know. Mm-hmm. come down after UFC gave him the boot the first time. But mm-hmm. uh, the two shining examples, right? They're like, fuck, obviously WEC had Uriah Faber and Dominic Cruz. There, there's a lot of guys, right? To me, the pillars of World Series of Fight and now the PFL, right? That's what the World Series of Fight is now, uh, were none other than Marlon Moraes and Justin Gaethje. And Justin Gaethje is in his own right, uh, in title contention, I think he's going to get his title shot uh, pretty soon, pretty damn mm-hmm. soon, right? But with that all being said, Marlon Marais is half of that. You know, when we when they came into the UFC, I was like, "Fuck yeah, man! I can't can't believe it." And yes, Marge, Magic Marlon Marais has turned out great performances, right? But he is, in theory on a five-fight losing streak. And you're like, wait, he did beat Aldo. Again, a lot of people didn't think, even Dana White didn't think it. That's why Aldo got Mm -hmm. a title shot in place Mm -hmm. of Marlon Moraes, right? Mm -hmm. So that's Henry Cejudo. That's a title fight loss to a title champion, a win on the record, but nobody really thought Marlon Moraes won. Gets Mm -hmm. wheel kicked 
by fucking Corey Sanhagen in the second round, KO'd by Rob Font, and Marab the Machine Dava Loshili uh, gets KO'd. So he's got his mm-hmm. fucking brain cells splattered. And next to the fucking plate is Song Yadong. And you know, Yadong Song. Yadong Song. That could be Yadong Song 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 or Song Yadong Dong Dong, right? But I was all like, why also is the 18 5 and 1 Yadong Song or the Kung Fu Monkey in my head all the time? Why is it so pleasing? It feels like I've said his name forever, but I know why. Because you remember this song? Yadong, Yadong. It's a different feeling that you've been wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> four tops as fuck. Anywho. Um, but the Kung Fu Panda. I can't believe it. Sorry, China. Um, this is your boy. Uh, but obviously, a win over the tough and durable and promising Casey Kenny. Uh, beat him by a split decision. Uh, KO'd Julio Arce, right? Has a win over Marlon Chito Vera. Not many people have those, but Song Yadong does. Uh, he yep. lost to uh, the Matrix Kyle Phillips, a draw with Cody Stamen, a win over Alejandro Perez, mm-hmm. uh, beat Vincent Morales. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, man. Fucking. Uh, Song Yadong, even even without just the fact that you know he's in there with Marlon Moraes on the skids, he's put up some great, great performances, great victories. He's got names in his mm-hmm. win column. I'm going with the Kung Fu Panda, Song Yadong for the win. Mm-hmm. Probably second round KO. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it because uh, Marlon Moraes still remains the most dangerous individual in that in that weight class the bantam weight the most dangerous yeah he's got he's got jujitsu he's got every weapon in the book he's got it he's a former champion as dangerous as they come the dong song has something that marlon marais doesn't have and that's an excellent cardio he can fight for 25 minutes if he has to he's got a chin he's, he keeps his hands up he's a very good boxer the boxing of your Dong Song is going to be the key to success. Your Dong Song doesn't really kick. Not that he can't kick, he doesn't really kick. You will see the pressure. You will see the hand. Marlon Marais, if he cannot get that knock on the first round, he will be going out in the second round, either by submission. No, no, actually, your Dong Song doesn't submit anyone. TKO. TKO victory, your Dong Song. Marlon Marais is going out, and then he's going out completely out of the UFC. Uh, it's been great, Marlon. Thank you for all you've done. But it's time to go to Bellator, 1FC, PFL. Eagle FC. Career, brother. Yeah, Eagle, Eagle FC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and th- that's the thing. Uh, like I said, you know, when obviously, you know, when Strikeforce went down and got acquired by the UFC, you're like, oh, shit. You thought about the, the dream matches, the Jake Shields, the fucking, you know, uh, God, what's his fucking name? Robbie Lawler coming back. Like you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you you think about you know these dream matchups that you probably wouldn't have got otherwise, right? And Marlon Moraes, obviously, you know, World Series of Fight now PFL didn't get acquired. Um, mm-hmm. I I love the PFL. I love the fucking new, you know, their their fucking uh, fight kits. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish they fucking sold it. 
whatever. Mm-hmm. But Marlon Moraes, again, is one of the reasons why I wanted NBC fucking Sports Network so I can watch yeah. a World Series yeah. of Fighting. Uh, World Series of Fighting and now, you know, PFL. Some of the greatest commentators in, in the game, some of the greatest fighters, mm-hmm. fight, fights, greatest champions. Mm-hmm what have you, and Marlon Moraes is definitely in that legacy, one of the greatest mm-hmm. Bantamweight uh, champions in in history. Um, yep, One of the greatest Brazilian, you know, in, in a fucking country that has, in many instances, been the birth of MMA, whether that be Japan mm-hmm. or Brazil, but you go, Valetudo, Chutbox, you know, Lute mm-hmm. Livre, Right, mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You know, Marlon mm-hmm. Moraes is a master amongst masters. So, uh, if mm-hmm. this is the end of the road, which I kind of feel like it is in the UFC, mm-hmm. what a fucking mm-hmm. career it has yeah. been! And I mean, get mm-hmm. that fucking money, dude. If you can yeah. go to PFL and enter yourself in that tournament and win mm-hmm. a million dollars, awesome. But guess what? Anthony Showtime Pettis thought he could do the same thing. Didn't work for him. Who else did? Oh, fucking uh, Jesus Christ. There's somebody else that did it. It was Showtime Pettis. Oh, Rory McDonald. Rory yeah, McDonald. that's right. He went yeah. first. He was the first main main guy to go. And that's it. Hey, you know? but, but unfortunately for Marais, he is, is a guy that's too big for that division. Yeah, he is. Size-wise, he's too big, but he's a little short guy, unfortunately. So it's hard for him to move up to 145. His frame is good for 145, but unfortunately, he lacks the height, and which is why he's stuck, sucking himself dry to make 135. And this is why he has no cardio. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. But have you heard of the band Live? No. Okay, uh, they had the, the bunch of songs in the '90s, like "When the Dolphins Cry" and whatever. But uh, if you didn't know who Live was, I'm going to go ahead and pull them up because Marlon sure. Rice fucking looks, looks like, like the lead singer of Live in Ed Kowalczyk. <laughs> Tell me that isn't Marlon Rice right there? Is that not a little taller? That's fucking Marlon Rice. <laughs> Dude, if I get a concert, whatever, they're the same fucking height. So uh, whatever the <laughs> hell Marlon Rice fights, I'm all like, where the dolphins cry? Or, uh, or lightning crashes, oh, mother dies. That's, that's, uh, oh, lightning crashes, the career of Marlon Marais. Oh. oh, sorry, buddy. Oh. Uh, but we are at the main events. Of the evening, we have that's right 22 and 9 Magomed Ankaleev. I'm sorry, 16 and 1 Magomed Ankaleev, right? Magomed only defeated once. And I, when was that victory? Oh, yeah, that was to the Bear Drew Paul Craig at UFC Fight Night mm-hmm. 127 via mm-hmm. uh triangle choke. But prior mm-hmm. to that, mm-hmm. Celso Ricardo da Silva. Gets KO'd by Ankaleev, Wagner Prado mm-hmm. KO'd, right? Uh, Maxim uh, Gr- uh, Grishin, also mm-hmm. a top level fighter who's made his home in the UFC now, right? 
fucking starts him in the fourth round. Um, mm-hmm. That Akhmat fight show 30, right? Coming into the UFC at UFC Fight Night 127. Again, that, that loss to Paul Craig. But rebounds by beating Marcin Martino. First round head kick, right? Then Klitsin Abreu, unanimous decision win. Dalsha, who we picked to win the last fucking, you know, his fight on the same night. Well, guess what? Yeah. He fucking KOs Dalsha with a fucking front kick. Third round, 29 seconds. Uyen Kuntalaba, mm-hmm. first round, 38 seconds, right? Uh, then rematches with Kuntalaba, right? KOs him, 419 in the first round. Nikita Krylov, unanimous decision win. Former UFC light heavyweight title contender, Volkan Ozdemir. He beats him by unanimous decision. And he has another yeah. light heavyweight title contender on his heels. And that is one, Moretta Thiago Santos. Obviously, a mm-hmm. uh, lot different, right? Volkan Ozdemir yep. had Daniel Cormier. And in his title shot, a title opportunity, as Vince McMahon would say, it was against the only person who could beat himself. No other man can beat him, but he could beat himself. One John Bones Jones, who he lost by yeah. split decision, but he fucked all of his shit up. All of his legs were all fucked up to the point where he didn't fight for another year, but he mm. loses to the eventual and also Brazilian, his countryman, uh, the now uh, UFC light heavyweight champion in Clover Teixeira, but he loses yep. to Cesar via rear naked joke. Unanimous mm-hmm. decision loss over Alexander Rankick, and mm-hmm. a unanimous decision win over Johnny Walker was the last, his last time in the octagon. But again, Johnny Walker, whoa. I mean, it, it, that we got sold a bill of goods by none other than Johnny Walker, right? And mm-hmm. Maybe his coaching staff at the new SBG uh, Straight Blast Gym in Ireland. But in any event, all of those reasons are why I'm going to pick Magomed Ankaliyev, which yeah. I believe uh, if I think Ankaliyev might have one more win and he goes up against fucking Teixeira. But what say you? Uh, it could be it could be this particular win. Uh, if he beats Santo. Decisively, he will be the next one in line. Why not? Because uh, the man has looked impressive for quite some time now. Uh, uh, Magomed, uh, I'm a big fan, big fan, big fan of this. The patience, the patience, and and the patience, the way he stalks his prey, the way he dismantles the opponent, and smashes them. What he did to Ian Kutelaba, back to back, was a beautiful thing. Uh, Docha's front kick to the face, amazing. Uh, uh, he's a complete fighter. He did lose to Paul Craig. Paul Craig is an animal, though. Paul Craig is the one that, that broke the arm of Jamal Hill, you know? So, so that's a formidable opponent. Thiago, on the other hand, is a power hitter. Uh, uh, Ma- Mareta, I think that's, that's like a hammer or something like that in, in yeah. Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, he, he, the last person he beat was Johnny Walker. But the three after that were excellent boxers or excellent dynamic strikers. He's got an issue with those people. Uh, Magomed is an excellent boxer. He's going to have excellent footwork. Uh, when, 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 
when Santos comes in with his power stuff, he's either going to block him and counterattack or he's just going to get out of the way. Uh, this one's going to uh, – I have a feeling this one's going to go 25 minutes. It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a good kickboxing match. Um, Santos is going to lose, of course. Ever since his uh, knee injury, he hasn't, he hasn't been the same. Uh, I believe it's going to be a father, which is going to make it worse. He's going to have to give away a whole lot of love, uh, which has got to come from somewhere. And um, he's going to lose. Unfortunately, he's going to lose. Um, Thiago Santos falls. And uh, Magomed Ankaleev rises. I mean, he's already higher in the ranking anyway. So, you know, he's going to hold his ranking, I guess. Wow, I feel like you're like a little Stillwell Angel, you know, of uh, our league of our own, you know, the all-female baseball team, and the the one lady was a mother, and she had the fucking annoying Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> lose. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> lose. Uh, now, I mean, we hate to say it, but yeah, unfortunately, I think the hammer. And if you didn't even understand it in Portuguese, you all you have to see is that big ass ugly fucking thing on his chest to know he's the hammer. It's like Brock Lesnar. Right. What's about the big fucking soul guys with ugly shit on their chest? Um, <laughs> I have no idea, but uh, what's his face? The other fucking big ass Brazilian. I don't. Don't do shit to your chest. Don't tattoo your shit. But anyway, uh, Uncle Leia for the win. I don't care how it yep. happens. I just feel like it's going to happen. Uh, shout out to Thiago Santos, who um, it seems to be very, very happy in his, his life. Obviously, you uh, you know, you said that uh, you know, he's expecting a child. He is with a uh, you know, a UFC fighter. I forgot. Uh, Thiago, Thiago, who is he with? You, you remember this, right? Like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? The blonde lady. Yeah, it's not one of the Shevchenko. Kunitskaya, Kunitskaya. Yeah, Kunitskaya. Yana Kunitskaya. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're, you know, they're they're doing great. I, I'm happy mm -hmm. for that. I'm I'm happy for the mm -hmm. both of them. Um, you know, just. Uh, I, again, I, I hate that he's gonna have to go into fatherhood with an L like this, but Uncle Leo, that is a tough, tough customer. I think it's even tougher than John Jones, and mm. at this, at because also with with Santos's head after the John Jones loss, it's a different Thiago Santos. Thiago Santos mm -hmm. was talking all that fucking head. Until he got to fucking John Jones or whatever. Now he doesn't have that confidence. He doesn't have that confidence, and he's going up against a fucking mauler. And I'm not talking about mm -hmm. Alexander Gustafsson. Talking about Magomed Ankalaev. Uh, mm -hmm. So you maul you with a striking. Yeah, you know, and I, with all that's going on in the world, right? I almost feel like this Russian Federation and whatever. Like ah, fuck, you guys might be able to fucking beat us in, in the war and shut down our McDonald's <laughs> and fucking Coca-Cola. But, oh, you're MMA? Cool. We're going to send everybody from the fucking Russian Federation. <laughs> Habib, you start Eagle FC. 
You, you three go to fucking PFL, win a million dollars. You go to the UFC. You got, you got, uh, and all of y'all rock the fucking evil ass Abe Lincoln fucking haircut and fucking goatee and shit like that. That's that's cool. I just feel like this is like again a sleeper cell. All of these like Russian fighters or whatever, they're gonna jump out. I I don't know. It was fucking. I don't want to put on a tinfoil hat, but I'm just saying, Uncle Leo for the win. Doesn't know. Doesn't matter how it happens. It's just going to happen. It's a foregone conclusion. I, I almost feel like we're going to see a, a heavier, a light heavyweight version of Habib Nurmagomedov versus uh, God. What's his fucking name? He just fought. Uh, Edson Barbosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And and the thing, had, the thing about this Russian is he doesn't really care for the takedown. No, he's very he confident in his hands and feet. Yeah. This is going to be a very good main event. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if they both stand in the pocket, these two big fucking light heavyweights will they be closing in on fucking heavyweight by the time the fight comes? Holy fucking shit! You're in and, for. And, and, and another thing about this Russian is he knows he. he he, he he knows his limitations. Yeah, he knows the danger that he's in. He would not like be one of those guys to trade in a pocket like like Vandalin Silva. He's gonna stick and move. He's a wise wise fighter, which is why I'm picking him. He, he's very intelligent. Yeah, absolutely. And not to say that uh, you know any of the other Russians or Russian federations are aren't <laughs> intelligent. They definitely are, but. We, I, I think we know what what we do. Maximus is saying it's a maximum carnage, maximum. I don't know. Uh, red death. <laughs> red death is what I'm going with. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, man. But uh, speaking of going, uh, Takia Vile says night night, and I think we're gonna heed to that night night. You guys have a great fucking weekend. If you want MMA, oh, yeah. there is a lot of fucking MMA for you. You've got Eagle FC that's going to be in a couple hours. We also have, obviously, the PFL Challenger Series mm-hmm. uh, on mm-hmm. Fubo. We have, a, mm-hmm. if you're a local, right? Oh, you have LFA, right? Uh, if you're local, uh, Sparsa MMA at the Commerce Casino. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot. And then, obviously, this UFC Fight Night card, which is stacked. Holy shit, it's stacked. There's a lot of MMA, a lot of pro wrestling. So fucking go yeah. ahead and find you some. Uh, but also, just have a great fucking week, you beautiful, beautiful people. And Voodoo, where can they find you and all of your beauty on the socials? YouTube, Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter, Snapchat, Voodoo Maximus. Damn right. And, uh, oh, somebody with one last comment for the uh, Shade Husky, the good brother. Uh, great show, guys. Great show. Thank you. You And that's a lot coming from you because you are a, one of the greatest uh, streamers and YouTubers there are. Uh, you can mark my words on it. But you can find me, according to Woods, across all the social media lands, the principal podcasts on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, yeah. uh, as well as Twitter, right? Also uh, on the After 83 Weeks podcast with uh, Christy Olson, George Ramosa, the great Steve Kaufman and WWE Hall of Famer Eric Bischoff. Uh, fuck yes, there's a lot of places where you can find me, and then there's a lot of places where you can see me disseminate a lot of dumb shit, a lot mm-hmm. of dumb shit 
from uh, the best and the worst of humanity. And that's where you can find me. According to Woods is where it's at. Yeah. Uh, I acknowledge Alan Woods. I acknowledge you, Shane Husky. I acknowledge the great Voodoo Maximus. I acknowledge the rest of the Body Slap yeah. Net family, headed up by Wood uh, Cassidy Haynes, uh, who's been in the news. Shout out to you, Cassidy. And we will see you later with more Voodoo in the Woods. Stay great, you guys, because you guys are fucking great. Thank you.